Welcome back to DMnastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. I'm DM Neil, aka Joke Maniac. And I'm DM Celeste, aka Sea Witch. Right? Was that it? No, Celestial nope. Witch. <laughs> I can remember my own name. They I are different. Those are very different. Uh yes. yes. <laughs> One is my nickname for my nickname. Ah. Oh. oh. AKA Celestial Witch, AKA Sea Witch. And today we're going to tie back to episode number 175, The Great Voyage, featuring Rich Howard. I know that guy. I know that guy too. I'm going to go stay at his house in like a week. Hear that, Rich? We're coming for you. Oh, geez. (laughs) I do know where he lives. Here we come. Uh, (laughs) Do you like it or not? And that, and that led Rorik and I to create Diamnastics number 144, Beyond the Shore. I'm not going to lie. There's like no real pop culture to this, but it's the idea of a sandbox and leaving it. I have that song, Beyond the Sea, stuck in my head. Okay. That is definitely what we... Somewhere. Da, 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 da. You know. You know. No, no I don't. <laughs> Oh, yes, you do. Beyond the Sea, my love's waiting for me. No, okay. No. Right. Okay, well, Fine. we're going to put some of that in. That's, welcome to the gym. We, Boom. We do squats. We don't sing songs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we squat, not scat. Uh, wow. <laughs> we're, right. we're all, speaking of sandbox and being completely off the rails, yes. Celeste, what did we do with this exercise? Yes, so this one was sort of open for interpretation. So we're like, okay, what happens when your players go beyond the normal bounds of whatever your game is, whatever your world might be? So we kind of left that open here. So we had a few different questions for you to inspire you uh, for this exercise. So one, what is the encounter? Two, what are the first perceivable clues the encounter is coming? Three, what is the first event of direct interaction with the encounter Four, what is the fallout if players fail? Five, what is the reward if the players triumph? And of course, you do you. It was number six. As always. Uh, Let's give a quick shout out to DM Just Jeff, who wrote for number six, you do you too, boo. Uh, Thank you. You're amazing. Yes. We will. (laughs) (laughs) And which one did you want to highlight from the forums? Yes. So the one I wanted to highlight because I immediately vibed with it. This is exactly where my mind went to upon reading this prompt. Uh, So this is from Letter Lost, who essentially took the sandbox of the world to mean literally their whole world and imagined what happens if like your universe or your planet is flat and then the PCs go and explore what is on the edge. They find themselves literally falling off the edge of your fantasy world. Like our own world. I like our own (laughs) flat world. We don't believe that. Um, No. No, Uh, but 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 I love it. Yeah, what I really liked about this, because this immediately made me think about Terry Pratchett's uh, book series Discworld, uh, which is literally where the world is on the back of a sea turtle and a disc is balanced precariously on its back. So you can actually like walk off the edge of the world and exploring that in D&D would be such a cool idea and letter lost here. So they proposed essentially they're like all right, what happens, you know, if your players fall off the edge of the world, like, do they get lost, like, in the astral sea of the material planes? Like, how can they be recovered? Um, And they're, like, for number two, what is the clues that this is coming? Well, you know, the legends that the world is 
flat, that there is an end, which in itself would be a warning. And then also, I think, a draw, uh, you know, to adventuring parties, like yeah. to really get the truth of like what is beyond the edge of the world. Um, so that's just such a cool double edged sword to play with. Um, of course, and, you know, what is the first event when they cross that barrier and then you as the DM get to reveal whatever uh, is beyond that great abyss, which is just such, like, a mind-blowing thing to think about. Like, what is it out there? Do they fall into space, the astral plane? Like, is it a magical realm? Do you end up back on the world? Like, there's just a lot of different possibilities to play with how that atmospherically works and then magically works. And then, of course, you know... Uh, what is the reward if the players triumph? Uh, I also appreciated that the answer was, they have escaped the DM's tyrannical bars. Have a cookie. <laughs> um, yes, so and of, Yeah, and they said, the journey is the reward, and new friends are priceless, <laughs> which I thought was the perfect way to solve what happens when you fall off the edge of the world. That is beautiful. Uh, yeah, so well done, Letter Lost. Uh, huge fan of your post. Oh, it made me think, because I've been re-watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the way nice. that Asgard is set up. Yeah. You have yeah. the Bifrost, and then basically after that, you just kind of fall what? away. What happens if you fall off the Rainbow Bridge? Do you just fall forever? Like, yeah. what? So... How scary, but also how cool. I mean, they they also threw out an idea like, what if, you know, a gith ship comes up and like picks you up after you've been falling in eternity for a while or just a lot of cool possibilities there. I always want to do things like I am about to talk about, but I also want to preface with they always feel a little out of reach, but the idea that it happens and you basically tell your players that it's a TPK. That they yeah. fall off the world and then that's the end of it. And that you'll start a new campaign or something to that effect, uh -huh. but you don't. Oh, no. But then what happens when they show up with their new character sheets, like for their new campaign? Or you could, I, I so it, it, the entire concept that I'm presenting is <laughs> is also built on a bed of lies. So. <laughs> Because you basically have them come back for some other reason only to find out that they can still have their characters and that the story continues. Yeah. And then it is them trying to navigate this new space that they found themselves in and where do things go from there? Oh, like they're in the underworld or something? Possibly. Or like you said, yeah. this this astral plane that they're trying to just drift oh, through. Oh, man. I would be so mad at you if you did that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. This sounds perfect then. But anyway, okay. All right. Well, we have that to look forward to. Yep. But Neil, what did you pick from the forums? So I chose one from a guest, just <gasps> just a new DM, and it was their Yay. first time posting. But I think another way to look at these forum posts are a great way to have one shots in your pocket to use whenever your players oh, yeah. go out of your sandbox, off the rails, however you want to describe that. And so they presented the idea that there's this demon that has basically become a Pied Piper. And they have this beast army that they're trying to train and just make more powerful. And the only way to train your army is to have someone to fight. And so they basically are playing this flute that lures the PCs in, charms them, and then they are forced to then fight the army of this creature, of this demon. And just the idea that like your players wake up in this pit and start having having to fight all these random beast-like creatures. Oh my gosh. And just for the amusement or like the, the purposes of this creature. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, man, I just need bodies. Yeah, I just need people. 
gotta gotta try them out. And so then uh, if you, you fail and aren't able to like kind of get out or anything, you're yeah, you're forced to fight in this like basically arena for at the whims of this demon. And if you do and you can get out and you can be successful, you now have this magical flute, depending on you know, your level, you can definitely adjust it. And it just I love the idea because I really think you can have it be very much a bottle scenario. Like it, it would take one session to get through this idea in my mind. Yeah. So, Definitely. And also a good way, you know, if the demon grabs them in the middle of, you know, who knows what, uh, sometimes we just need those one shots to like stir us, you know, shock us back into our stories yes. or like our own reality of our parties or characters. Uh, so this would be a definitely a great wake up call. I think for a group of PCs who have gone a little bit off the rails. Yes. I love it. So thank you. Just a new DM for that post. And maybe before you know it, you won't be a new DM and you'll you'll make it like a full blown account and just get you'll posted be like crazy. Just an old DM yep. like us and and need need back medication. <laughs> I've got I'm my, saying that because my back hurts. I've so got my bad. brakes on. <laughs> oh yeah. But too with, many squats. With that, we're gonna lift the mental weights. Right now. Lifting weights is what I do. Look at me. Lift these weights. Okay, are you ready? So this is extremely free form and yeah, it is. I have no idea how we're going to do this. No. Uh, okay. So yeah, it's just so open. We got to come up with an encounter and then how that, how that transpires. Yep. So do we want to run with the idea of like what happens when your players like go to literal boundaries on your map or like what happens if they just go totally like narratively off the rails? Yes. That was a choice, and you said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, I did. How uh, dare! I mean, obviously, the bounds of the world are are much more intriguing, but mm-hmm. less commonplace. So I would yes. say that they basically have gone off the rails and are just kind of wilding out, and you you feel unprepared, but you have this in your back pocket. That's kind of where I feel like it it works well. Yeah, I'm trying to think about what I've done. I mean, one of my favorite things to do is like when my PCs go just totally, you know, they follow a weird thread and you're just like, go end up, especially like a location you didn't expect them to go or you weren't ready to go. You know, they're like, we're going to go to the forest now or the desert or something. And you're like, what? Okay. Um, I really like making weird like magic taverns that show up that are sort of like hidden gems or like spaces you know it's like you put your your little like secret bed and breakfast in the middle that's just full of interesting characters because clearly you know they're sniffing around for something that interests them so if you stockpile a place that has a bunch of interesting characters and people um they might be able to like pull their own threads out of that or compile something else like I love, and I love making places that are really mundane. Yeah, like a fantasy bed and breakfast, and you're like, oh yes, and this troll is staying here, and like a fire genasi, or this guy what? visiting, yeah, from the elemental plane of fire or whatever, and they're just like hanging out, yeah. doing normal people stuff. Okay, I love that. Yeah. So it also made me think of the comic book series Skull Kickers. Ooh, which is about it's basically about a dwarf and a guy and it's very D&D-esque and then they kind of get into this temporal tavern where okay. it's like yeah. like this tavern could it, it'd be like distilling sigil down to a single tavern 
my God. Like all realities kind of filter through this tavern. Yes, I love that. Yeah, and then I think, yeah, and having that be a place that they can stumble onto, like on a, a somewhat regular basis, especially if it comes up. Oh man, that'd also be like we're just falling down. We're falling down this tavern. Let's go. We are because yes. the the idea that it also could tie back to PCs that they've had before, mm-hmm. or you know, all these all these things that have come up before, or things that they will see later. Yeah, I mean, I love the idea. Yeah, of like even even if it or it could physically travel, like whatever this is. So maybe this is you know like an if you do have like an interdimensional like tavern or something, it pops up in different places, or the proprietor is like you know weaves through different pieces of the narrative. Like you you encounter them all around these places, and the characters keep running into these characters or these threads or. You know, it just it's creating an interesting dynamic and lore that you can always tap into sort of like as a second hand. So, you know, if your characters get wayward off the main plot, there's this little subplot of this strange place that has all of these secrets and connections and characters uh, that you can always, you know, tap into if the main stuff isn't working for them. Oh, that's so much fun. What would you call a fantasy bed and breakfast, Neil? Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Temporal Tavern because it has alliteration and I am a sucker for that. Yes. Good. But I I think that also hits on a a good point of just like all these things don't have to be fights. Like like the idea of a non-combat scenario for them going off the rails is perfect. Yes. Because... As we all know, at running combats, they take so much longer than you ever assumed they would. Yes. Whereas a conversation, you can just be done with it whenever you decide that you are done with it. Yep. So think about that, which I have found a huge list of non-combat random encounters. Whoa. All right. Let's hear some. Roll me a (gasps) D100. Ah, okay. Oh, where are my dice? This makes for great podcast audio. Uh, Remember, you could do it on Google. I'm doing it. Doing it right now. Fifteen. Ooh. The party finds the tracks of wolves growing a- going across their path. Cool. <laughs> I, don't, I think it really depends on the level of your party, because that might be an interesting encounter for a lower level party. Or if you have a druid, mm-hmm. perhaps they're like, hey, new best friends, or... Or, I mean, if you do have this, this would be more interesting in, like, say, like, an urban environment. Like, you're walking through the city streets, and then there are these, like, muddy wolf tracks, and you're like, what? Like, that would be an instant hook to get your players to to follow that, I think. Yeah, with the context, like, what do you... Okay, Like, are there werewolves? Like, what's going on here? And per usual, we're going to go full California, because there's... Long-time listeners remember, there are just wolves and coyotes in L.A. Everywhere. So just everywhere. <laughs> maybe it's not weird. It's just normal. The other thing it made me think of was the potential implications because the, I forget what was overrunning things in Yellowstone. Maybe it was Yellowstone. Maybe it was somewhere here. Basically, there's a, a national park where something had gotten out of place. I believe it was the deer population. So science, science prevailed and... This is how you should solve all problems. <laughs> yes. They just brought in wolves. Yeah. And they murdered enough deers that it literally changed the like ecology and the topography yeah. of that area. So, yes, wolf tracks can definitely lead to many things. Yeah. Uh, but I think especially alarming in an urban environment. <laughs> yes. 
or anywhere that they would not normally be. I like yes. it. Okay, I am going to roll. Are you ready? <gasps> I'm so ready. I'm so raven. That's so raven. Jeez. Boom. <laughs> we have stumbled upon a gym and jewelry merchant. Ooh, that's cool. And so that's another thing. I, I you know, If they're just traveling in the world, there are other people that are traveling in the world. Yeah, traveling merchants and like caravans and shops and circuses and oh yeah i'm gonna share a small bit of my mind that i don't normally share with people oh. I, or it's just a thought i have that i don't think i share with people because oh i think it's okay. super weird that i <laughs> that it. i invest as much thought into it as i do do it oftentimes when i drive somewhere so for me personally i used to drive 30 miles to work mm-hmm. and now i drive roughly 20 and i always think to myself depending on the time and the day where are all these other people going yeah because you're like, why are there? Why could there possibly be so many people driving this road the same time that I'm driving it? And the idea that this merchant could have, you know, just as rich a story, if not, well, I don't want to say if not more. That's rude to my players. <laughs> to your players, but, how dare! But, but the concept that their life is just as intriguing as your own. Yes. Oh, man, I love this idea. Like, especially if you have another party of adventurers in your world that's, like, doing similar things, but, like, you you cross paths. Or, like, I, I like doing this. Um, I've, I've done this a few times for campaigns where a bunch of adventuring parties show up and, like, to get the job, right? Because everybody wants, you know, this job yeah. or this quest. Um, and then sending out multiple parties off on the quests. And, you know, in the true nature of D&D, like, things get split off. Maybe people get separated or you find other hooks or whatever. So these adventuring parties that start together just go off in the world. But somewhere out there, you know there are other adventurers that are doing these big, earth-shaking things the same way you are. Um, and yeah. interacting with that is just like a wild experience for most parties. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, just just ad- another adventuring party. Yeah. Oh, I love doing stuff. Oh, man. Like if your adventuring party shows up to like kill the ancient dragon that's there, then they get there and there's the dead dragon and like the treasure's all been raided and it's like a way to reinforce like you're not alone. <laughs> okay, Celeste. Yes. I found something that I really wanted to what is mention. It? Okay. Tell me. So this is maybe helpful. It's just a fun word that I'm going to teach everyone, including Celeste. The word is sonder. Sonder. So it's an, it's, there are emotions in the world. And as children, we learn about being happy. We learn about being sad. And then we become adults and the crushing weight of life <laughs> Exists. We learn about depression and yeah. anxiety. <laughs> but there are a lot of feelings that you have that people actually put words to. So Sonder is the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. Oh, that's that's so weird. Yeah. 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 So instead of instead of wonder, it's Sonder or Sunder. Whoa. I would say Sonder because Sunder is a is a word also in D anD. d But yeah. yeah. How cool. Yeah, that this feels like a very this conversation for yep. this prompt. <laughs> done. Okay, so with that, I say we've done it. Yes. We've lifted the mental weights. Woo! If you wanted to get a hold of us and tell us all about what you're sondering about and all the random encounters that you've made and tried out in your world, you can always email us at dmnastics at gmail.com. And of course, head over to Twitter, 
where you can follow us at DMnastics, where you can find my handle at Jotmoniac, and you can find Celeste at C. Conowich. And for everything else on the network, you can always go to blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. But rather than let these mental gains go to waste, let's head over to Taking Your Supplements. Taking Your Supplements! All right, Neil, you have something to tell us about today. I do. And Sly Flourish, who you can find on such networks as Don't Split the Podcast Network, which Celeste might know about. I do. I'm on it. (laughs) AKA, he has an AKA, the Lazy Dungeon Master. Whoa. Congratulations. And so he's written a lot of books, but one of them is The Fantastic Adventures, which I felt was super applicable to the conversation we just had because it is 10 one-shot adventures set to four second to fifth level characters in fifth edition fifth edition dungeons and dragons which it's a perfect thing to read and just have those ready in your back pocket whenever your players go off the rails um i've i'm trying to think how many of them i've run i think a couple and i think they're also set up pretty well to scale so then you know if you wanted to scale it up but just the basic concepts of what you experience in there are definitely worth it. So you can head over to Amazon. I don't know if you've heard of this mm. this small upstart What's website that? before. Yes, indeed. And it's the prime place, oh, boo, to get... <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> I couldn't follow through with that joke. <laughs> but you can definitely get it on Amazon where you can also get the Kindle version. And this is a great place to shout out back to a previous Taking Your Supplements that we did where you should get prepared and prepared too, which yes. is also chock full of great one shots that you could have ready to go. I mean, yes, get them, buy them all, them. read them all and be ready when your players go off the rails. Oh, yeah. These are great sources of inspiration. And then also, you never know when you're going to have to DM last minute. So having things like this has saved my life and it'll save yours too. Done. Yeah. Save a life. Buy Fantastic Adventures. Do it. Man, if we don't get this for free, I don't know what I don't know, now. man. I don't know what else we have to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like there's rules against saying things like that in advertising, but... It'll... You'll, you'll die without it. <laughs> it cures cancer. <laughs> it's like water for your soul. <laughs> but with that, we'll turn out the lights and head out of the gym. But before we go, I want to implore you, the listener, to join the forums and take part in these challenges and exercises, as well as the other amazing conversations being had. To do that, head over to dungeonmasterblock.freeforums.net and try some gymnastics so your players don't ask, do you even lift? Oh, I could barely lift my right arm because I did so many. I don't know if you heard me counting. I did over a thousand. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>